Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In this video, we will look at monitoring the batch context even when you are editing a clip used in batch. This is quite common when using a sequence clip as part of a batch flow graph. You may wish to update the editorial sequence in the clip or apply effects to specific segments. This could be for creative or even versioning purposes. However, in all of this, you always need to see what happens in the context of the batch flow graph. To illustrate this to you, here is an example flow graph comprising of a few elements. I have a background clip and a sequence clip. If I scrub the time bar, you will see that the sequence clip comprises of three shots. This is processed through Matchbox, Action and a Color Warper to produce my final result. As you already know, to set any node as a batch context view, hold the plus keyboard shortcut and click on a node. It is important to monitor the composite wherever you work downstream in the flow graph. But it is equally important to set a batch context when working within a sequence that is used within the flow graph. Now hold CTRL and swipe to bring up the media panel. When you select any source clip in batch, the clip also highlights in the batch sources section of the desktop. So this selected clip has an editorial sequence we want to alter or affect. Please note that you do not need to open the clip as a sequence to work with it. All you need to do is ensure that it is selected and switch to the timeline area. The selected clip is loaded into the green source tab and you can work on it. The only time you need to open a clip as a sequence is if you wish to add more media editorially into the sequence. Otherwise, there is no need to change its state. So at this point, I'd like to point out the direct connection between batch and the timeline area. When a batch source was selected, it was instantly loaded into the timeline view. If you are looking at the reels or a different piece of media, whatever is selected will be loaded into the timeline view. So if you did not select the clip in batch before switching to the timeline view, you can do one of two things. Go back to batch and select the source clip like we did earlier. Or double click on the clip in the batch sources if you know which one it is. So now you're looking at the editorial structure of a source clip used in the batch flow graph. However, you are only seeing the visuals from the clip level. The tabs above the viewer indicate this. The green tab shows the result of any loaded source. The red tab would show any open sequences if you were doing any open editorial work. But there is also a batch context tab. If you had not set a batch context in the flow graph, then this tab would not appear. When you select the tab, you see the batch context of the flow graph. This is a direct consequence of the link between batch and the timeline. If you had set a second batch context in the flow graph, you will be able to toggle the contextual views in the tab. The batch contextual hotkeys are still mapped to 1 and 2 on your keyboard. To switch back to the Source or Record tab, just click on them or press F5 to toggle the viewer. Now even looking at the Batch Context view, 
you can move the positioner anywhere in the sequence and see the flow graph result. So if I want to ripple any shots around, I can pick them up in the sequence, make the change and it will update in the sequence. This will also be reflected in the batch contextual view. So let's say I add a dissolve to this transition with the end hotkey. I'll push the duration to 24 frames. Scrubbing the sequence, you can see how the changes have taken effect. I'll also navigate to the other transition and add the same dissolve to the cut with a 24 frame duration. One final point I'd like to cover is that the batch contextual view goes much deeper into the sequence than what is obvious. For example, I'll go to the last shot in the sequence. I'll select the segment and add a batch effects. So allow me to set the context of what has happened. We are working on a batch effects inside a segment which is inside a sequence which is being used in a flow graph in the main batch creative area. Effectively, a level or so underneath the main batch flow graph. I'll switch to a dual view split with ALT 2. So the result we see in this viewer is the source node result. I'll add a deform node to completely change the look of the image. So currently, we are only monitoring what is happening inside the batch effects. Select the result viewer. Clicking the viewing pull down menu, you will see the contextual options for setting the batch effects contextual views. This is not to be confused with the main batch contextual views we set up earlier. There is also another context submenu. The BFX timeline result shows the batch effects in the context of the sequence. Scrubbing in this view, you can see that the batch effects segment dissolves in from the previous segment. But if you wish to see this source in the context of the main batch flow graph, click the viewing pull down menu and go to context again. Here you will see the options to select the main batch contextual views. In batch effects, the main batch contextual views are cycled on the 3 hotkey. You can now do any manipulation to the sources and still keep context of what is happening in your main composition. So I'll exit batch effects and switch back to the batch creative area. I'll select one of my last nodes in the flow graph and scrub the time bar. In conclusion, if you need to do any editorial work on a source used in batch, or even perform batch effects on underlying segments within the sequence clip used in batch, you will always be able to see the contextual view of your main batch flow graphs. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.